Hi and welcome to another episode of Wine and Wisdom. I'm Thomas Lehuang and you're listening to the TL podcast where knowledge is shared and no one takes themselves too seriously. Good afternoon, boys. How are you going? Yeah, good, Thomas. Hello. Here we go. There's a lot to talk about uh, today, especially two days after the uh, 2020 budget. The budget. <laughs> okay. but so money, a- money. again, we're going to try and cut this into three parts. Uh, but before we start that, let's get into our wine first. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, Chris Dinola, what did you bring out of... Okay. Let's get there into our wine garage, again. Straight out of the garage of Dan Murphy's. And... Uh, We've, we've actually, this will be a, uh, a refresher course because <laughs> we liked it that much the first time. I bought a second bottle by mistake, but it's all good. It's a Kendall Jackson. This is from, um, this is from the California coast of Napa Valley. Um, and it's the north part of the, uh, the coastland. It's a, a Zinfandel grape, not Infidel, Zinfandel. But from memory, um, without tasting, I think it was a very similar to a Pinot um, last time. But well, let's see how we go. It's a 2018 um, and it's well within the uh, purchase restrictions of our uh, little um, competition. Yeah, yeah, you're still disqualified because it's a repeat. And there's no law about bringing a bottle twice. We are running out of options. Are you bringing shit t- wine twice? Napa Valley wine's going to be rare for the next couple of years. It of is, fire. It is yeah, on absolutely. fire, that joint. What, it is, uh, what do they call it wildfire rather yeah, than bushfires? We call them bushfires. They call them wildfires. Because there you go into the wild. Out here you go into the bush. That's uh, uh, Fair enough. That's a good call. Okay. Without, without looking up Wikipedia, that's they're American, mate. They're different. Yeah. Different. Not good. Different, different the way we different. care. <laughs> Hopefully some comedian starts a GoFundMe page and gives it $60 million to the wrong charity like we did. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's try, try this, guys. Cheers. All right, let's Cheers, try this. Boys. Cheers, mate. Still very good. Nice. <laughs> Tastes <laughs> familiar. <laughs> Tastes familiar. Uh, a bit younger. Yeah. It's only an 18, and, but I, I think even last time, it's very light. So very similar to the What Pima. sort of grape is it? A Zinfandel. It's That's actually, the actual, actual grape. grape is a Zinfandel. Yeah. All right. So uh, let's have a look. This week, you came up with a subject. Might as well just started then. Start with me. Yeah. Uh, well, no, no. What was the subject? Why And why did you bring up that subject? Social media, the social dilemma more more importantly. There's a documentary on Netflix at the moment called The Social Dilemma. We're not the only people that are talking about it. Everyone yeah. seems to be talking about it. But it's pretty relevant to us because of all the uh, ranting and raving we've done over our time on here about social media and the people on it and the influence it has on people and how, how it affects our lives um, and the media in general. And I think... I don't know for you boys, there weren't any earth-shattering re- revelations on that um, documentary. You know, we've all had a pretty good idea about what it was doing to us, but to have it spelled out for you in in point form, basically, about how those platforms, Facebooks and Instagrams and Twitters, are designed to control our lives, um, I think it's a, a very important that one, more people watch the documentary and two, more people talk about it. I know, you know, I've got one son who's obsessed already yeah um i've got a nine-year-old who's well on his way to the same sort of thing and then yeah. even us as adults i've had some um yeah first thing i did and for lots of reasons but obviously after a couple of wines and watching the documentary a bit of prompting i took all the social media off my phone straight away just as a bit of a test and a bit of a social experiment and uh i didn't think i had an issue with it and i didn't think i spent too much time on it but um 
you look at my screen time now because it obviously records your screen time. I've gone from three hours and forty-two minutes a day to forty-two minutes. Yeah, well, and that forty-two best. minutes is reading the news and replying to text messages and emails. That's three hours a day I've found <laughs> over the course of a week, yeah. and I don't think it's a coincidence that in the two weeks since I've had it, I've picked up a book for the first time in probably a year. Uh, I know it's probably trading one bad for another, but I've actually played the PlayStation, which is one of my favourite things of all time, for the first time in probably over a year. And I, I've found myself with time going, shit, I need to find something to do. So I think it's crept into all our lives without realising yeah. to what extent. And, um, you know, a three-hour drop per day, three hours a day, you add that up over a year, there's a lot of time you've found. So yeah. For me, I mean, I was hopefully aware enough not to be too influenced by the news you saw on um, Facebook and all those things and to always question it, but a lot of people aren't. So the documentary obviously goes into detail about how they use it to sway your views on everything related to the world. For me, it was more of a time issue, how much time am I actually spending on this thing that we're clearly addicted to? But yeah. I think the important thing for most people is it's where they're getting their sources of uh, information and that's a dangerous thing. Yeah. One of the biggest eye-openers for me for that the whole documentary was the fact that if you Google the same subject yeah. in different areas... Locations, yeah. yeah. In locations, for me, that was the biggest, oh, shit moment. I tried it. <laughs> Why don't you go from the living room to the bathroom? <laughs> Actually, the bathroom was the more interesting. You got shit replies. <laughs> the, the bathroom no, had did, some good stuff for him, mate. <laughs> that for me, was the, the biggest thing. And yeah. I didn't realise that, that it could be such, so controlled. Yeah. And and that is really manipulating the information you're giving to the, the public. Yeah. And the other thing, and we spoke about it in, I think, one of our last podcasts was, and you, you said it, but it didn't really hit home to me until I watched it, was that if you can't see a product, you are the product. Mm. And that was the other big thing. So out of that documentary, those yeah. two, for me, were... Well, absolutely monstrous. Yeah. Realising how much money people, they're making off our information, there's a bit of a gut check. You go, fucking hang on, am I actually okay with this? Because, I'd, one, I'd love a slice of the pie, but two, yeah. um, those those companies are worth hundreds of billions of dollars. Like They're not small fucking bananas, and it's built off your name, date of birth, and current location. It's a scary, scary thing, man. The, and the algorithm is including things like and they, they, they're using your phone, uh, using, sorry, your phone, of course, they're using the camera to see, are your eyes on the screen? Mm. And so what else are they using? And if, if one of the reps at, uh, I think it was realestate.com said to me, he goes, they use your microphone. And they didn't mention it in the documentary, but I tested it. And uh, so I had the phone on. The app, well, Facebook wasn't open, but I had the phone on. And I just said something along the lines, oh, I love Maserati, I'd, I'd love to buy a Maserati. Within a day, I was getting ads for Maserati on my Facebook page. Yeah, that's because your Siri is open. Yeah, but I didn't know they were listening as well. They so they're it? looking at you and they're listening to you. Those um, three guys that are controlling you, they're right. sending you cars and going, fuck, he needs to work out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, to, to me, one of the biggest revelation was that the people were the product. Yeah. They were not selling advertising to the company. Those companies were actually buying us as a product. Mm. So that was the other way around, you know. But then for me, the biggest shock was that most of these guys that were talking were actually ex-CEO or chief engineer of those companies, right? One or two of them were even working for two or three of them before coming out and now being as becoming a saint and trying to, to save the world, okay? 
and and that's to me i don't i i just don't know oh, you're too cynical man surely it was a kumbaya moment where they just realized morally and ethically what they're doing was completely wrong and they had a change okay. of heart. i'm well, sure it had nothing to okay. do with them being right. made redundant it's... from their jobs and and uh <laughs> struggling had, for work now in the new market and someone had to, a startup company that someone wanted some foot uh tapping along saying oh on. mate if we do this documentary we'll give you 50 i'm sure that didn't happen mate stop being so cynical <laughs> but it is scary and it does shape you can see now there hasn't been a time that I can remember and you guys are much, much, much older than me, so you'll be able to tell me where everything has been so... He likes saying that. I do. I've, pro- I've used that before. he's probably the guy that's going to die before. Oh, 100%. This mate. guy spends more time at home in his bed 100%, than in, in hospital. Oh, we're just talking about experience, guys. He's much wiser than me. <laughs> oh, okay? That's yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. You're much wiser. What wisdom here, mate. Yeah. <laughs> But how divided the world is into left and right, and we've spoken about that before on here too, yeah? There's, there is no grey area. There is no room for anyone to have a slightly different opinion. Yeah. And we, we've noticed that, and we've spoken about that before. It's now abundantly clear why. And they talked about something that we talked about many um, podcasts many ago, podcasts yeah. ago, mate, probably when we first started, was the suicide rate in youth. Yes. Which... which coincided with the the start of Facebook, the sharp incline. They they spoke about that, and that's something you and I were discussing 12 or 18 months ago. Um, but also the the partisanship in all politics, and it's happening in Australia too. Like the fights that I was getting into on Facebook were purely because there were, no one could accept even a slightly differing opinion of theirs, and that's been done to them. And, and I know now, like just before I did what, my, my whole news feed and everything was filled with anyone else who was into conspiracy theories and alternate thoughts yeah. on their own rants because that's people like me and the three blokes who are con- controlling my computer are trying to send like-minded people to me. But I don't want to see that shit. I want to see everybody's shit yeah. so you can make an informed decision. Yeah. And so, uh, I mean, it's it's wiped for me and I'm, I'm guessing life's better. But um, it's dangerous, dangerous times, man. And... Yeah, we'll see what happens with the American election, but if they're not on the brink of civil war, I don't know it is, what else has to happen. It is very left and right, and that's it's but so extreme yeah. left and like yeah. But oh. you, you and and you notice, you know, from that we should really learn that it doesn't matter what one president does, his his base is just uploading it, mm. and and why? Because they are fed by that side of the social media so much Constant. that it is impossible for them to dismantle their beliefs because mm. to dismantle their beliefs, you have to remove all of those 100 or 200 articles they've read or advertising they've seen, yep. you know? Yeah. And then this is, in the end, you can't even look at reality anymore. You don't even see reality anymore. You perceive that side of your beliefs in the event that's all you see. It's cementing your belief. That's all it is. It's, it's strengthening what you already believe, and it's it's terrible. Well, and you can't, like you said, and that's I think eliminates our critical thinking we spoke about before. Well, it is hundred percent, obviously. And even if we are critical thinking, it's only about our side that's of the right. fence, you know. And we've joked on here before about why my thirteen-year-old son cares about American politics, and and as his all these opinions, I've never heard a thirteen-year-old rant about Donald Trump. Why? Well, I know why because the kid's addicted to YouTube. And obviously he's hit one Donald Trump link and that's all he's been sent. And Donald Trump in the negative, clearly, because he hasn't got a, a single nice thing to say or, or can't accept another viewpoint. But YouTube would be pushing their view of Donald Trump. Yeah, 100%. Or, or and that's you, where the control is becomes scary, yeah. man. And, um, and I think um, the other thing that's hit close to home to me very recently is... It is with my older son and it is with his YouTube. He's into... Um, he's got his own channel and... 
He spends most of his time now, instead of creating content, fighting with other YouTubers. And because that happens in the comments, they make videos about each other, against each other. But because of that and the algorithms, all he's being fed now is videos of other people having a go at other people. And that's his cool thing now. I'm going to make a video destroying this guy and I'm going to make a video destroying that guy. And I tried to talk to him about it over the weekend. He's like, oh, what? You're scared I'm going to get depressed from YouTube and kill myself? That's what he said. That's his words that came out of his mouth. So, well, no. I said, but how is it helping your life? And then I slept on it and I went to him the next day and I said, actually, back to the depression thing, mate. If, maybe you'll be all right, but what about the kid you're making a video about? Yeah, And that's the society we're, we're, we're going into. And as a parent, it's scary, you know, as... My nine-year-old now, you know, wants to play his video games and wants to YouTube channel and wants all that stuff. And even the five-year-old, we've got to allocate time on her iPad because she wants to be part of it. So as someone with three kids, it's bad enough knowing what it's doing to grown people. What's it doing to young minds, mate? Look, yeah. technology changes and we've got to look at it with technology changes. And, and in the 60s, it was rock music, yeah? In the 80s, it was all about video games and it'll, you know, you, know, you go brain dead playing video games. Now we're in, in the you know, 20th century where it's all about social media. Technology evolves and we evolve with it. However, there has to be, and it comes down to like you're bringing up, the parenting, the parenting with our younger ones and being able to have those open conversations and being in touch with your kids to find out how they're responding to things. That's a lot of pressure on parents, though, and a lot of responsibility where maybe... That's oh, and, and they said in the documentary that things have gone too far to wind them back. But back when you were saying it was rock music, you weren't buying an album from a record store and they were then getting all your information and selling that information to the highest bidder. Like that's where things have changed. Yes, technology is going places, but they're now using your personal data to make money for one and two, to further cloud your judgment of what is actual reality. And, uh, you know, absolutely, I agree on that side we, of it. We've joked about the Lego movie stuff before and the Matrix, but that's what it's created. A hundred percent is a Matrix of you're only going to see the information we want you to see and you will react accordingly. And according to the documentary, if you don't react accordingly, we're going to come up with another way of making you react how we want yeah, you we're to react. Pull you, pull you back in. Oh, yeah. hang on, he's not doing that now. We better send the thing of the girl, or he's yeah. not, do, you know, or the girl's new boyfriend. Like that, mate. Yeah. Shit is fucked up. Yeah. That's so you've got young kids on on that social media. Do you have conversations with them, Cam, that are very frank and open? And do you limit that sort of stuff with them? I've or? tried in the past to have, and and I wouldn't call them frank and open and honest conversations, but. The weekend was probably the first time I've had a real long, lengthy discussion with the 13-year-old about it. Um, and he you know, wasn't buying into it at all and, and I'm on limited time frame there. I've got two days to imprint something in his head before he goes away sure. for another two weeks. So, and you know, probably conversations that should have been had a long time ago but without fully understanding the extent. The thing that rocked me was seeing, because I follow his YouTube channel, when I saw one of his YouTube fights pop up, I'm a note of, that rocked me. That I'm like, this is a serious problem now. It's not that he's spending too much time on a device. It's he's spending too much time on a device doing that and having that done to him. And then, you, you, you know, there's a reason suicide rates have gone up since Facebook invented it's itself, mate. In that's years, yeah. that's yeah. a it's a scary, scary thing. So. More than doubled in some age groups. With the, with, no, with the teenagers, yeah. 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 So what do you reckon, <laughs> CEO? you got young oh, daughters mate, uh, too, mate, who are... Who are um, well, the, the problem is this, you know. It's like evolution. The phone, the mobile phone was here to stay. They, uh, for sure, life, for those who only had a fixed phone, was a bit slower, right? But the same thing now happens with social media. It's here to stay, boys. Yeah. So what we can do is either teach our own children to 
learn to deal with this or we gonna block them and when they 18 they're going to actually yep. open up the entire life to social media anyway now which probably won't be a healthy thing no i think that no. one of the things that you might want to do is to make sure that you get uh, your children to some kind of uh, brain surgeon and uh, destroy the amygdala forever <laughs> so no empathy <laughs> no fears then social media really can't reach you or if you're stupid social media can't reach you or like me i got a team handling social media i don't do my social media therefore i don't even know what happens right <laughs> so it's quite often i find it it's fantastic not knowing what happens because people tell you what happens anyway <laughs> you still get the news <laughs> you still get the news i've 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 still got Facebook on and Instagram on my iPad, but it's actual effort to go to it, and it's only there for business purposes. Yeah. So, one um, of the struggle I have is is for the moment you're talking about my my teenagers. Um, I mean, they are about to become teenagers. It's the like one of them likes the likes, mm. likes the fact that you know she looks good when she does uh, her Instagram, and so I'm putting a, a little bit of energy into it in, into building the other side without saying to her you can't go because the you can't go is only problem so what's the coming. other side thomas oh it's a beautiful blue cheese i know that it, it's hundred dollars a kilo that blue cheese guys get into it oh yeah, but which one is that is it a folk yeah it is yeah that's hook <laughs> oh have you had it yet i'll try it yeah it's fantastic the did you bring it yeah and it's good okay sorry yeah oh so wow. he's already apologizing it's got a spice Oh, mate, so, sorry, God, sorry. God what, on the other me. side, what on the other side? What do you do? So, for me, I've got two. So, I give, I give, I give well. her reality. Okay. I said, Zara, this is what Dad's been telling you. That a lot of people get onto social media, and they get mesmerized by people liking them. And so, without saying that she's having this, I then say, this is what happens to a lot of them. And so, as I'm telling her the story, she's gluey, and she goes, Yeah, I'm like this. Or I'm not, and, and I can look at her uh, body language to know when it is happening, uh, but I don't make it her personal thing. And so I, uh, then I say to her, the, the key is to recognize it and not be fooled by that. Mm. The key is to recognize it, and then you control it. Yeah, and hopefully, you know, things are going to change. But in, in the end, man, it's almost evolution. Every civilization, every generation has evolved. If you don't evolve, well, you die like the dinosaurs. Yeah. And the generation of social media is here. They're not here to leave. They're not here to change. They're here to stay. Absolutely. Right? And they're here to affect the way we think and believe. And you know, funny, because when we're going to be in the geriatric world, they are going to be the one looking after us. Mm -hmm. So you might as well just make sure that they get that social media side down pat. And control it. I don't know. I haven't done enough research yet to know whether it's going to happen in Australia, but apparently by the end of the year in America with iOS 14, Apple is putting in a feature which is going to allow you to opt out of Facebook advertising and them using your data and Apple and Facebook are having a big blue over it because Facebook are saying, well, that's going to cut our revenue in half because the amount of people on iOS devices and if a notification pops up on your phone and says, do you want Facebook to be able to sell your personal information, yes or no, obviously the majority of people are going to click no. So that's one way that a major company in Apple has had a look and said, this has gone too far, let's do something about it. Now, I don't know, you're the cynical bloke here, not me, so I don't know what ulterior motives yeah. Apple might have for that. 
But I think that would be an absolutely brilliant thing if you actually had the option of yeah. whether you sell your data or not or whether someone else can sell your data. <laughs> Apple, no. may, Apple may turn around in their privacy statement saying, we can sell your data. That's right. And then other it's, companies. And so yeah. this is Apple new iTunes store coming up, right? <laughs> wow. This is the new iTunes store. Please they deposit your blood of, type here. They're sick and tired of seeing Bezos being the richest man in the world with like a delivery system. <laughs> so they're trying to do a new iTunes because the iTunes not working anymore. It was at one stage, but now it's gone. So they have to find a new way. For me... Well, uh, I thought it sounded good, but thanks for shooting that down yeah, for well, me. How good uh, is it? Uh, another thing that, for me... Uh, is full on in it. Knock oh, your head yeah. off. Got sorry, a bit of sorry listeners, but yeah, that, yeah. that blue cheese is... It's got like a pepper in it. Yeah, well, Hogflaw is the number one in the world. All right. Got a pepper. Man, this has got a whole character in itself, man. Jeez. Mm. I have like a spice that I haven't oh. had in blue cheese before. Man, this is... Luckily, we've got some red to wash it down. Jeez. Mm. Oh, yeah. What are you going to do with yours, mate? Your, your kids are a bit older again. So... Uh, Social media, I had, and this is probably where my eyes were open a little bit more when I was watching The Social Dilemma because I was very tunnel-visioned with social media thinking Instagram, Facebook, which is the two big ones, and obviously the little offshoots like TikTok and Snapchat and so forth. With my kids, it's a very open sort of dialogue. Uh, kids know that anything that's on their phone, I can ask for their phone at any time and have a look at any message and so forth. So they know that or everything they're putting out there needs to be, you know, of character, good character, I should say. And uh, I was very blinded to the fact that Google and YouTube, because I didn't think of YouTube as a social media. But now you, your son's on social me- on, on YouTube mm. having fights on YouTube, and I, I never thought of YouTube being such a social media-driven sort of program. Well, and it's another thing that you get likes instead of likes at subscribers. Well... Right, I, know so I didn't realise that. Or people saying shit about you. Yeah, so the minute him. you have an interaction with another person, it's social media. So I've so my son, he loves the, he loves YouTube. And I was like, mate, get off the... Watching videos of idiots living their life, mate. Go and live your own. And we're having these conversations. And, I, mate, I don't mind you being on YouTube. You know, why do you look at, you know, how to play footy, do a pass or whatever, right? There's whatever you want to watch on... He loves fishing or whatever. But I didn't realise how influential YouTube was. So with the kids, I've and something I picked up from Social Dilemma is I said to them, I want you guys to give me what you think is an acceptable amount of sort of access to social media that you guys have on a daily basis. And um, Sebastian's just blurted out straight away, eight hours a day? Mate, you sleep for eight hours a day. So I want them to have that buy-in of being able to control themselves on that social media. And that's the conversations we have. And like after watching the program, we've sat down and we've had chats about, you know, the social dilemma and, you know, how's it affecting them and how it affect people. I can only, I believe I can only help my children by open conversation with them. Yeah. And we have it around the dinner table. There's no phone at the dinner table. We have those conversations. And, and they know that I'm on social media for work and my own personal account. And we all look at the likes. And it's what whole Facebook is based on is the likes. How many likes are you going to get? Instagram's the same story. How many How many likes are you going to get? How many people liked what you did? You'd be disappointed a lot, wouldn't you? <laughs> but so. here, here's a question for the two of you. Your children, have they seen that movie? Yeah, I, I made everyone watch it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We sat down and watched it what together. What are they saying? And that was the thing. They were surprised about it, but I don't think they're mature enough to really understand the impact. So as parents, it's our job to now to have conversations with them and sort of make them think a little bit deeper about those sort of things. 
And that's and that's the conversations that Rita and I have with our kids. We're talking a lot about the kids though too, which is obviously a very important subject. But as I said at the start, my time on my device has gone down three hours a day. It's it's just as more dangerous for adults in a lot of senses because we have the uh, emotions, the uh, testosterone and estrogen levels to actually react on some of these thoughts and the stuff. Not, not even that, not even that. We were not born with an iPad in our hands. Mm-hmm. So, right? like, uh, we're look at young children, when they're two or three, they already know how to tap on these yeah. things, even though you've never shown them, right? So, so that generation, something in their brain is already... Uh, geared to, to deal with this, right? It's the connections are already there, mate. Yeah. They wide for this. <laughs> but our, as an adult, or even you know, I don't know what the cutoff in generation would be. I'd say probably twenty five, under twenty five. Now you're born with an iPhone in your hand. Over twenty five, you probably, yeah. You know, we, I was one of the first. I was there when two thousand eleven. How old am I? I was twenty eight when Facebook was invented. So, but adults can't palm it all off onto. Oh, I've got to be careful of the kids. My wife's got the strongest thumb in history from all the scrolling she does on a Facebook timeline and, and she's had to stop herself taking her phone to bed and it goes back to what you know, people used to turn off when we ran and rave about critical thinking and politics all the time, but that's where you're getting your information, guys, the adults, and that's what you're basing your whole philosophy on life on or what needs to change in your world and who you vote for in politics and, and, and what change you want to see in a place is purely based off what you're seeing on Facebook. Yeah. And, yeah, I've done it here. I've tested you guys out i sent you a fake um report about the cdc or something <laughs> and you jumped straight all over yeah, that well, i was waiting for you to see where you come uh, land on it and oh, check your sources right, right. but yeah while we're saying be careful with your kids and i think obviously that's the most important thing because there's probably enough damage done to us Absolutely. already but Absolutely. be aware that that's not the other thing is you know people have to remember and it, and i picked up this line from someone else that i that i follow not on facebook but i listened to his podcast he said Social media is the highlight reel of other people's lives. And Facebook and, and YouTube. So you're seeing the good stuff. You're seeing the good parts of their life. You don't see the shit. And that sort of then makes people feel a little bit worse about themselves. Mm. But guys, these people still put their pants on one leg at a time, still got to wipe their own ass and so forth. So don't judge your life on someone else's Facebook account or Instagram. Man, you're only seeing the... Highlight reels. Imagine what's on the cutting room floor. There's a lot of shit they they want to hide. It's just about understanding that the, everything you are seeing is curated to your leanings. Yeah, yeah. Everything you're seeing. There yep. is nothing there that is unbiased. I didn't realise that there was how bad it was until the documentary. I thought surely, yes, I, I, I understood that they sent me news stories that I was likely to read and I understood that they sent me ads for double quarter pounders that I'm likely to eat. <laughs> but I didn't realise until that documentary how curated everything yep. is. You will only see, I've got four, 500 friends on Facebook, you'll only see the 20 of them that either want to argue with you or agree with you because they're the only two things that people react to. You won't see anyone just having a nice day at the beach with their family because that doesn't keep you there going, fucking scroll, comment, comment, scroll. And of the 500 people, I've... I've you know, you don't know who you who you're missing out. So, yeah. crazy, crazy times. Yeah, man. I anyway, I'm I, I don't understand too much about social media mainly because I'm I, I got rid of it. You delegated. But I have seen people who watch television with their thumb scrolling on the little screen, and they do two things at the yeah, both things at the same time. Right? I I don't understand it. Right? I I rather be reading a book or something on my computer while I watch TV. 
It was three hours a day, mate, and I reckon my three hours is small compared to some people I, I see. Like, I see it. I see it in the office, mate. I'll see prospecting screen, two prospecting screens, Facebook timeline. Do, 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 do you know anyone who's thinking of selling? Oh, shit, like... And I'm like, you know, I can see you, you goose, but that's that's where people are at, mate. Need well, uh, maybe um, there's a source of business for us in the uh, near future because if everyone is thumb-driven, well, all we have to do is now maybe invest in artificial thumb because they're going <laughs> to run out of artificial, <laughs> what is it, of their joint? <laughs> I'm going to create a thumb bill. Have a look, have a look, have have a look, have a look at this thumb. <laughs> I'm gonna have look, a look. look at his thumb. There is something on his thumb. It's like, how, how do you call it? Do you know these, these things are knuckles? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He's, he's got it on the thumb. A callus. <laughs> he's got calluses on the thumb. I'm going to get on the thumb bells, mate. Scientists I'm going to have the strongest reckon in, a, scroll. in 150, 200 years, our, long, our thumbs are going to grow longer to match the keyboard and the thing. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, that's very good. Let's talk about the next subject.